Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put it into a sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want. Cody, you want to tell these people what we're talking about today? We are tackling something. People have been clamoring at the gates for us to get into the subject, and we finally are going to break it open. We are going to figure out what is the best SpongeBob character of all time. That is correct. And here in Group B, we have the number four seed, Bubble Bass, going up against 13 seed, Sandy Cheeks. Then we have five seed, Karen, going up against the 12 seed, Pearl, crabs cody you have preference on which way you want to go with this let's start i would just start with sandy cheeks versus bubble bass how about that we'll get that out of the way let's do it sounds like you get it out of the way you you already know which way you're gonna take this i think so you need to share your screen with me first of all secondly i don't need to share shit with you you need to start (laughs) you need to start become more self-reliant pick yourself up by your bootstraps get your own screens yeah i think sandy is wild right kung fu squirrel scientist who lives at the bottom of the ocean that's the brief rundown. Bubble Bass is only in a couple episodes. He comes in. He, I mean, dude's got a palate. We know that. Dude, his tongue game, though. <laughs> he manages to eat a burger, take one bite of a burger. Okay? Follow me here in your mind's eye. You take a yeah. bite of a burger, which has pickles on it. You take one bite. It looks like a fluid motion bite. But in that bite, you're able to get your tongue in there and get those pickles underneath it. Dude. That's pretty, I mean. He doesn't look like it, but I. He could be a very good lover. Yeah, I mean, interesting point you bring up because I do think Bubble Bass is kind of the, uh, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that term, is kind of the uh, analog for the kind of shitty internet troll culture. Is I think the term you don't want to use? That's the term I didn't want to use because that's not, you didn't get to pick if that's how you could grow your facial hair. So that's I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean to someone who, who grew a neck beard and, and all those things. And, and we've, oh, actually people don't know this, but we are pro Fedora on this podcast to some extent. <laughs> we support uh, them. Is, is that a Patreon season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when our Patreon comes out, dude, there's a hat thing in there. It's pretty lit. It's okay. Pretty good. Anyway. So I, you know, I think he's supposed to be that analog to that, right? He kind of looks, he's a little, uh, he's a bigger guy. I'm just going to say it. Nothing wrong with being bigger, but they, but he also Jeez. wears his shirt in a way in which his belly He's got a keyboard warrior vibe to him. Key, yes, that's a better term. Better term, keyboard warrior vibe. And also, but can we talk about one thing about this man's appearance, if you don't mind? Yeah. He has, is it weird? Maybe I need to look at more of these characters, but he does have, he has not only facial hair, but body hair. Yeah. He's got a mad treasure trail. He's got some wild treasure trail. what the kids call it, right? Trail. It's a treasure trail? Yeah, yeah, dude. It leads to treasure for him for sure. But like- Harry fish. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Why do we what? need to, I, I know that they're just fish and I know that fish also don't, don't use their fins as legs and arms. So this is a silly thing to get into, but someone approved this decision. Someone was like, how else can we make this guy represent kind of what we're talking about? Like you should add some hair to him and that, but not it. much. He is clearly a guy, a fish that not only has hair, but is suffering from some sort of male pattern baldness. Right out the gate. And he's only 20 years old, according to the fandom website for SpongeBob, which I cannot once again 
stress. Thank you to whoever did this and put this out there. But like, man, if the there's the world didn't need the bubble bass. Wikipedia. I mean, it's helpful for us right now. So I guess that's great, but I, it's a lot of what you think it's going to be. Anyway, here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, Sandy cheeks is just how the hell did she construct a lab under the water with a rocket and like, she's got a rocket launch pad. She's got all this shit and a dome. She fucking terraformed underwater and nobody noticed. She showed up. She's like, Oh, I'm your new neighbor. The one that terraformed all this stuff and nobody thought for a second to go over there and see what was up with that. I mean, what's, what's, it does. I mean, she lives on like the outskirts of Bikini Bottom, right? So it, it was at least some land that maybe wasn't being utilized as much. It's not like she went center of town and took over that space. Yeah. She she did move a little bit outside of town. I do think there is like a weird, like going to Mars vibe to her where it's like, she kind of knows she's on a mission that like is that's it, right? She doesn't get to come back to Earth. Yeah, no, she's given up she, her life to be one with the sea. To to learn the ways of these sea creatures and report back, but no, but is always longing for home because she's like, fuck, I got to live this life down here. Okay, can we talk about another thing, Cody? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I want to talk about uh, sexism within the fandom wiki community. Okay. So, Cody, you can see the screen now. I can, absolutely, yeah. And you'll note it. One thing that's wild to me, Sandy Cheeks, yeah, main character, right? If you were to, if if I were to ask you to name five characters from SpongeBob, Sandy's Sandy gonna, Cheeks is going to come up in that, yeah. right? Four characters, Sandy Cheeks is still going to make the cut for some people, but some people will 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 forget about her, right? Five characters, I think you're going to get it almost all the time. You're not going to name Bubble Bass, probably you're not. If I ask you to give me five characters, you're not going to name Bubble Bass. Here's the thing: you go to the fandom wiki, fucking Bubble Bass has three paragraphs of information related to him sandy cheeks has barely one <laughs> how many adventures has she gone on like i mean there's literal time like she episodes. has she has all her own episodes and and they give you nothing about her to like and also 90 percent, <laughs> maybe that's a little almost all these pictures they have a lot of pictures of sandy right action shots great they a very large amount of her are in a bikini when she's very rarely in a bikini. Right. You when I think of Sandy Cheeks, I'm like, she's in the spacesuit. Yeah. Not whatever who made this fandom day thinks about her. Yo, sexism in the fandom wiki community. I don't know if this is something that's well documented. This is kind of my first, this is one of uh our first forays into this community. So, you know, if, if this is something that everyone else is noticing, you know, shout it out, call it out where you see it. But yeah. I'm call I'm saying right here right now there is gross sexism within the fandom community and for that reason and also a better character overall uh, Sandy Cheeks moving oh, on Oh it's got to be Sandy Cheeks yeah absolutely we're locking in Sandy Cheeks got to be Sandy Cheeks okay so now we get to our next matchup which is the 5 seed Karen going up against the 12 seed Pearl Crabs Okay, so Karen, for those in that aren't super familiar, is Plankton's wife, the computer wife. Yes. And Pearl is Mr. Crab's daughter, the giant sperm, or giant whale, sperm whale? I don't know what kind of whale. Whale. Yeah, I guess I don't, just whale. Sperm whale, yeah, it's a sperm whale. It says right there. Why, do we ever figure out why a whale came out of a crab? Or is that, is she adopted? Do we know? And also, she's a mammal. Are you is saying mammals mam can't hang out with crustaceans? 
No. Whoa, whoa, dude. No, no. I'm not. If that's the type of podcast that we're going to turn this into, then I'm out, dude. I'm that's not, not what I was doing. I'm not getting into that, that mammals and crustaceans and mollusks. Like, I'm not going to sit here and separate and act like they need to have separate parts of the restaurant. I'm not, we're not doing that here. So if that's where you want to take this, then count me out, dude. Count me out. Now, I do agree with you. It does present an interesting conundrum from the sense of how. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) Now, I'll go with you. I will join you on that one because it is a- Okay, all right. Jesus Christ, Pearl has pages worth of stuff. And Sandy barely has a paragraph? Easily the most fleshed out female character in probably the SpongeBob genre gets nothing. And yet here we, I guess now, now I will say to maybe uh, some of the credit, there is a lot to be learned and understood about Pearl that is maybe (laughs) much more needed to dive into. There's some questions that need to be answered. Also, the stereotype of you hating your wife is such a TV trope that Plankton literally programmed his own wife so he could hate her. Yeah, well, wait, how do we feel... About... I love my wife, by the way. I don't get that stereotype. My wife's rad. She is. Yeah. Why would you? She's cool as hell. Why? Yeah. What's the point in having a wife that you're constantly like, oh, this old broad here, the old ball. And it's like, what is that? Why? <laughs> then why? That sounds miserable. Why? You know, we only why get, get one... married. Yeah. We only get one turnaround this uh, on this big rock. You're going to sit there bitching about your wife the whole time. Like what? Um, <laughs> but also they do it in front of their wives a lot in those things. And I'm also then for the, for the female, I'm like, why are you putting up with this shit? If that's, it's gotta be some sort of abusive relationship sort of thing. It's right? not great. It's not a good thing. I mean, I think we, we do know that. So the thing with, so the thing about Karen though, that I want to talk about is does she consent to be his wife? It's a computer program. So is she, it seems like she does genuinely care for him and wants to help him, but is but that a Stockholm syndrome situation? Is it, or is it just, this goes, can you be, is it okay? It's like weird science sort of. He like made the perfect wife for him. Oh, maybe that, okay. Maybe he's just into that, like sort of like spit in my mouth and tell me I'm a dirty boy sort of relationship. Who, wait, who is the dirty boy in Plankton? Who, so he developed a, a wife that's very mean and sarcastic and angry at him. I mean, I because... guess if you're going to force AI into being in love with you, the least you can do is give it some sentience to be like, hey, you're a dick. Like, <laughs> hey, man, like you're not the greatest thing to happen. Like you are a failed. I mean, we, I don't want to get too much into the Plankton stuff because promise he's around. He, he's yeah. going to show up here. Uh, eventually so i I don't want to get too much into his lore but at the same time it is very interesting to me that he did program ai to not like him essentially yeah right like but he's like that's my wife (laughs) it's a it's a kink we'll just have to toss that up to a kink Uh. let it go I think I think we've got a lock in Pearl. I think this is pretty easy. This particular matchup is a fairly easy one. And we have a lot to dive into with Pearl. There's a lot of questions I have to figure it's, out. It's, it is one of our longer, it is certainly one of the longer wikis that there that does exist in this. Oh, I thought they were going to say that there's an acronym to her name. And I was like, the fuck is it? But yeah, I guess, Karen, I wanted to believe, because here's the thing, though, that I find interesting. And maybe, once again, I don't know as much about SpongeBob as I thought I did. But when you look up, whether you're on the fan wiki or whether you're on actual Wikipedia, yeah. 
Karen is listed as a main character. So what I wanted to maybe talk about is, has her role really developed? Oh, like I would say, if I've watched SpongeBob, I would say I was there from 99 to I'll say probably like 2006, I think is probably my the end of my SpongeBob run. And that's yeah. being generous. So there's still 14 years of lore that I don't have access to. Did they really build her up? And I like, mean, yeah, she comes in pretty hot. I mean, she they they flush her out as his wife. They have some seat episodes where she like tries to take over the chum bucket as like the manager, or she hires someone to be like a regular. I remember that one. So yeah, there's she's uh, she's involved. Okay, and they have a few episodes like where her and Plankton break up, which is wild. If you program a wife to occasionally leave you, I guess once again, I actually see that as super woke in a way. Like he understands that what he's doing is already wrong. So why not give the the robot the sentience to also be like, nah, I'm out. Like you're not, but like they that, all, it always not comes a loyalty. Back. It's not sentience to do that. It's just a weird, I think it's weird because he's, he clearly just did it so he can have the rush of like getting back together. So maybe he just likes the weird like breakup sex sort of thing. I don't think, I don't even want to imply that that's happening here. <laughs> I don't Some even I we've walked down a lot of weird roads already. Listen to group A if you haven't. So I don't and I don't really need to dive into that situation for them as much as I just I was very flabbergasted to know that Karen is a bigger deal in this universe than I really recall her being. But that is fair. I appreciate the knowledge. Let's I agree with you. Pearl yeah. Grabs is is such a fascinating character. So let's move her on into yes. the Elite Eight where it will go up against, where she will go up against Sandy Cheeks. Okay, so we know Pearl is uh, a mammal. Have we ever seen Pearl breach for air? What is that like? If you saw a whale wearing a pink dress come splashing out of the water, you didn't have questions, Nick? <laughs> Actually, reality is I'd probably think it was like pollution. Yeah, she <laughs> And I'd be like really concerned. I'd be like, why does this, why does this whale have a dress on? What the fuck, people? This Textile is awful. Companies. Help this help this whale out. It needs our support. But we do know that she breathes oxygen and in air. Because in one episode, Sandy gets out of her clothes, or her uh, spacesuit, and she can't breathe. And Pearl does put her mouth on her blowhole and fill her up like a balloon. So that is the thing that happens. I, wow. I did not know that. Um, for anyone that is wondering, I want to clarify something for you all and help you out. Cause I, I think that there you're listening to this and you're like, I need you all to clarify something for me because I think if some of you are wondering with the, with the Pearl situation, she's just adopted. You guys are making a way bigger deal out of this than there needs to be. You're trying to find jokes where there aren't any, and you're trying to make up some weird stuff just for, for giggles, but she's adopted. It's clear. There's no other explanation than Mr. Krabs saw at one point had a generous heart and saw this whale and was like, I'm going to adopt this and make this my daughter. And to you, I say, you're fucking wrong, bro. <laughs> yep. Don't bubble bass my shit, dude. No, it is clear based on a skit from 2016 at Dragon Con. So I think we can say this is definitely canon because all the actors were there in a skit. It is made clear to everyone involved that Pearl is the biological daughter to Mr. Krabs. So there you go. That is canon, okay? That is canon information. I just needed to make sure that people- Is she a small whale? Are all these animals big? 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I think I got to go small whale. I mean, yeah, because you, whenever they come onto land, we do see they're small. Yeah. So if you do, if you take into account that her dad is certainly a crab. Yes. Like that, we know that once again, cannot emphasize enough. Dad is really a crab. Dad crab. Dad crab, mom whale. Mom whale. That it maybe just be one of those things. Like I think about my dog Sandler and the way yeah. it, like, so he is 50% doc or not dachshund. That would be wild. He's, he's, he's 50% dog son. Yeah. He's 50% Great Dane. And then like 25% border collie and then 25% of kind of other like hound type dogs, things like that. That's why he's so loud. So here's the thing though. He very much looks like a great Dane, but smaller. He doesn't have the hair that a border collie has. Like mm-hmm. all he took from that, it feels like was the size and a little bit of the agility, which that's not what we're here to talk about. Yep. So I can actually envision a world where crab and whale have a one night stand. Yeah, because let's be clear. No, I, no, well, no I want to no, believe no. in a world it's where it's not they a one cr- night stand. Nicholas Keller, according to the skit, the mother they were married. The whale's name is Mrs. Krabs, and she was taken to Sea World. Bump joke that. Yeah, whoa, that's man. There's some darkness <laughs> in this universe, man. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Dark, okay, I can't stress enough. If you think there's darkness in this universe, go back to Group A. If you haven't listened to it. That actually explains why Mrs. Puff and Mr. Krabs do form a bond and do date later on. Yeah, they, they both understand. had to they both had to watch their partners be violently ripped away from them. Yep. And live in, so once again back to my point though that okay, they found love in a hopeless place, uh, the whale and the crab. And they they have a child thinking that it's probably not going to happen and then sure yeah. enough it does. And it just comes it's it takes a lot of the whale on but the size of it is the thing where it's like kind of, it's just like, that's Crab what size. it got. Yeah. And would you be bummed though? Okay. Knowing that your dad was a crab, that you didn't get claws. Is that exactly something? what I was thinking? Okay. Oh, you couldn't give me claws. Like genetically, all I got was size. Like that's the that's one thing it. I didn't want. Yeah. Right. I want to be a big whale with big with fucking claws. Oh no. Instead of a little whale, I don't have any kite, none, no armor on me. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you have nothing to defend yourself. Jeez, dad fucked up, dude. It's yeah, genetically. I mean, you, you kind of want to see. Though. You kind of want to like. I mean, it sounds like because she was so violently ripped away, we just don't get to know this. But you almost want a situation where you're like, Mr. Krabs and Mrs. Krabs make a couple more kids. Let's let's keep get. shaking this genetic dice out and seeing <laughs> what we get here. You know, let's shake the tree of life and see what fucking abominations fall out. What's let's fu- go. Hey. Sometimes, sometimes evolution's just a little too slow, you know? Yo, oh yeah, I hear you. Like, you've uh, got to get there, yeah. If you're a fully formed whale and you're the size of a squirrel, that sucks. Yeah, she, I mean, she's, I mean, she's not that much bigger, but she's big. I mean, she's I do. She's bigger, but yeah. come on, you know what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I, I do understand what you're saying. Here's my question. So she is the sole heir to the crusty crab yes and doesn't want it no so can we can we as far as fan fiction that i want to write because we already talked about what you're writing yes i really want to do and we've kind of mentioned this already but i think we now have a real good way to do this i want to do the spongebob billy madison episode <laughs> again with you yeah Where okay, i think yeah. i think you take you make spongebob or Squidward probably. Squidward would Squidward act as Eric. 
yeah. would 100% be the Eric kind of villain role, but it's only because he's like, I've literally been managing this Krusty Krabs for over 10 years. I know the system in and out. I know how to do this. And you're telling me your daughter who by all accounts just wants to loud, like, like go spend all your money and do nothing yeah. is going to be my boss now. No, you can go fuck off, bro. That episode actually happens, dude. Does it? She takes over the Krusty Krab. She changes it to the Cuddly Krab, and she replaces all the menu items with salad. Oh, no. That that happens, dude. So they Uh, already did that crossover episode. Damn, I got to go watch that. It's been on the air for 30 years, man. They they know. They've covered some ground. (laughs) Damn. So so does that mean there's just a bunch of SpongeBob episodes potentially based off Adam Sandler movies that I haven't seen? Yeah. All of them. Fuck, I got to dive into I that. I want to see the Uncut Gems fucking SpongeBob episode. That's the one that's going to... Oh, shit. People aren't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which way... Where are you leaning? I feel like Sandy Cheeks is... I, I like I like a lot of Sandy Cheeks. I think, though... And, and like again, again, I only have so much knowledge. We only, we only come in this with knowledge that we have, and we'll certainly do our research. And I'll watch... If we pick her through... I'm going to watch some Sandy Cheeks-specific episodes, right? Find yeah. her her best ones, what really highlights and emphasizes her fan motivation. Sandy, Sandy Cheeks fan fiction, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to dive into the lore here a little bit. What I don't have a good grasp on, and maybe you could help me out, is like, actually, okay, I was going to say something that I didn't like, and now I'm going to say something that I really do like. I think what I like about Sandy Cheeks is maybe she's just a great example of like a reminder to kids about like friendship and also, because I keep, it's hard for me not to be like, wait, don't her and SpongeBob have like a weird, like, will they, won't they? But I'm like, no, they don't. No. She's just a homie. Yeah, she's down to clown. She's just it. a homie. You know, not every person of the opposite sex in a heteronormative world, which is unfortunately where we are, not every time you have a girl in the crew, do you need to be trying to hook up with her? No, yeah. It's a great lesson to kids about like, yeah, fam, like just everyone's down and, and utilize everyone's skills for what they are. She's clearly the smartest one of all of you. Oh, yeah. She's fucking karate scientist. Karate, she's from Texas and she has transposed herself to the bottom of the ocean. That's a big change. She did it. She built a dome. What do you think the squirrels want to know about the undersea life? That's what I was wondering. What she's a part of a okay, she her badge on her spacesuit is just an acorn. So she's clearly a part of some science organization that is predominantly, if not solely, ran by squirrels. For sure, for 100%. 100%. And the squirrels, if their main thing is like digging up nuts and burying nuts. They ain't no nuts in the ocean. So there's gotta be something they're looking in. Do you think that they're trying to see? Cause I mean, she does, she has a tree down there, which I don't know if we know if she brought the tree and, and put it in there or if that grew, she made it grow. Do you think maybe that's the science? Is there trying, the squirrels are concerned about the amount. We don't know what, we don't know too much about the world above in yeah. SpongeBob. So could it be that the squirrels have taken over and have only been burying so many nuts. There's too many trees. And now they're like, yo, fam, we got to find other places to put these trees. We got we to find them. We have too many nuts. Where can yeah. we put these nuts? Yeah. I, or maybe the squirrels are like looking around. They're seeing how bad we're fucking up up here. Like th- this is. Oh, not yeah. Sustainable. They're like, they're, they're like, worried. We, can we can we go down there? Is it possible for squirrels to live in harmony underwater? Yeah. I think I think both these realities are incredibly likely. Yeah. Oh man, which way are you going? We got to do. We got to do something here. We got to I mean, do something. I, fuck. I, I think, think. 
I got, this is hard. This is actually, I think these are two very intriguing characters for two very different reasons. Wildly different reasons. <laughs> like, they're not. Oh, but I mean, I guess it both comes down to origin. Yeah. Why are you here? Why are you in this show and this experience? What do you represent? <laughs> so wild. Part I've never of me, thought I'd... I, this okay. is, I, we have been conflicted on this show before. I'm going to put this up there as like top five hardest Decisions, decisions we've ever had to make. I would say, like, for some reason, I am really struggling with Can we this. just go to the coin? And just, okay, well, I think, well, no. I, we, I guess we've always said we have to pick. All right, I'm going to pick Sandy Cheeks. Yeah, I was, oh, that's perfect. I was going to go Pearl anyway. Okay, perfect. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we, we do need the coin. So we'll settle this the only way we know how with the American voting coin of 2004, brought to you by random.org. One side, we got George W. Bush. The other side, we got John Kerry, who is from... Colorado, not California. I looked that up the other day. All right. <laughs> you and getting that feedback? So let's see here. We got, it is you. You are the low seed. The 13 seed Sandy Cheeks going up against okay. the 12 seed Pearl Crabs. I I'm mean, there's only one way to go here. Bush. You got to. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking up the environment. That's the reason why the squirrels are trying to <laughs> terraform underwater. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. All right, we're going to flip. Nope. John Kerry. John Kerry. Pearl All right, so Crabs. Pearl is moving into the final four fucking wild to say out loud when you think about all the this, characters in spongebob and I think, we must say again we do not seed the brackets we pick the characters and we put them in the brackets don't worry spongebob patrick your favorites squidward all of them they're coming they're, they're coming, coming up you know you know we didn't forget this wasn't best minor characters okay we really do we're gonna get to all of them here you, you gotta stick around to listen and uh, but thank you so much for joining us on uh, this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out your boys, a few things that you can do: uh, share, tell a friend about about this uh, uh, this episode, any other episode. Let them know about it. Wherever you see us on socials, hit the likes and uh, comment on stuff. We want to hear we want to hear your opinion when stuff gets wild on this. So yeah. let us know how you feel, or if you have some kind of knowledge, some secret internal knowledge about these characters that could help us let us know always want to learn more where wherever you listen to this rate review all those things you know you hear from if you hear from bigger podcasts and they're telling you it matters i promise you it actually means way more to us when you do that stuff so Absolutely. help us out on those on those ways as well yep and while you're doing that stuff make sure you follow us on all of our social media accounts we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook just look up at friendly comp pod if you have an idea for a whole 16 team tournament that you'd like to see done Email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it as a season, and we'll give you a shout-out every episode of that season. You can also submit by going to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to uh, contact, and there's a little sheet you can fill out there. And once again, we, we're opening up these doors to different types of brackets that we can do. You don't have to limit yourself to just thinking like a type of movie. We're doing characters and stuff. So let us know if there's a if there's a series or something like that that we should focus on and do characters for for that. Happy to, we want to do a lot of different type of uh, brackets here. And uh, shout outs to Charizard. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. Group C gonna drop on monday and i'll give you a little teaser we're gonna talk about the big guy okay we know <laughs> we know you we know what you're waiting for you're getting a little antsy about it i don't let, um, let's calm it down you're gonna have to wait a while you gotta wait a whole like four or five days we're gonna talk about the big guy in the next episode okay we promise okay yeah. so come check out group c when it drops on monday but until then i've been nick keller and i'm cody lena 
See you on the boat. <laughs>